0: Rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolias Realty. I'm going to tell you what. One day I'm going to get all this right. We are live here in the Mack Hicko Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. And this segment is brought to you by Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolias Realty. Look, if you were in the market to buy or sell a home, land, property, any of that good stuff, get with my buddy Dustin Bailey. Bailey. You can go to Facebook and just type in Dustin Bailey Realtor. He's got all of his contact information and all that there. He is with Southern Magnolias Realty. They can help you from everything to buying, to selling, to staging, to mortgages, the whole nine yards. One stop shop. And uh, look, man, just sit down with a great realtor and get some good advice. You know, you can find out uh, the market's high. Should I sell? Uh, how does that reflect into buying? All that good stuff, man. So you can make the right decision for your next home. All right. Speaking of Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty, on that phone line we've got Miss Jennifer Miller here. Hey Jennifer, are you there? Yes I am. Good morning. Hey good morning. Thank you for getting up and calling in this morning. Absolutely. So tell everybody what happened, or kind of what the gist of the the incident down at the Board of Education. Kind of what how all that unfolded and what we're fighting about.
1: Absolutely, so over the weekend, I was contacted by somebody who had found out that the Board of Education was having a final round of interviews to fill the position for state school superintendent, and one of the people that they were considering was Benita Coleman from Ocean Springs, and so we were wanting to go and speak to the the board and, and uh, convey that we didn't want Benita to be in consideration so we there was about five or six of us that showed up because they had posted that the public was welcome to attend or invited to attend. And so we showed up and we sat down and the meeting started at 10 o'clock. And so they go through the roll call and, and all of that. Literally two minutes into the meeting, they vote to go into executive session and kick us out. And they tell us that they're going to conduct all the interviews in executive session that it's going to take all day. And if we wanted to wait, we could wait in the lobby, but we couldn't stay there.
0: And they said that that personnel or employment decisions were made behind closed doors. But I thought that only was for current employees. They were just, you know, reprimanding or deciding to fire or promote or something like that.
1: Well, that's what the statute says. So I went home and read the statute and the, and the the exceptions that allow them to go into executive session, and everything reads. And it specifically says a person who holds a specific position, a person holding a position. So everything reads as existing employees. So I wrote up an ethics um, complaint and submitted it to the Mississippi Ethics Commission. They responded within hours, and they sent me links to three different um, decisions that had been made that cited the Mississippi Supreme Court, who has interpreted that statute to include interviews if the person being hired would be working for the board so if they were answering to the board and would be supervised by the board then they can conduct interviews in executive session so apparently the mississippi supreme court is has already weighed in on this issue and has chosen to interpret the statute in a way that in a plain face reading it doesn't say that
0: well that's shenanigans Absolutely. Okay, so what? What that's behind us. My understanding is the the girl from down in Osher Springs, the lady down there, very pro CRT Democrat, the whole nine yards, and they were, you know, and, and then what? So the, and the guy they hired, I saw that his Facebook uh, profile, he still got better apart, uh, social distancing crap, and or get vaccinated mm-hmm. stuff in his profile. Picture thing, and absolutely. And, you know, well, this is what blows my mind about Republicans. Why do do you think a Democrat? I don't know your politics at all, but do you think a Democrat would appoint would appoint a, cons- a Republican to the Board of Education? No. Or Or, 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 or to not. a committee at the Capitol. I don't know why Republicans insist on crossing the aisle and and doing this nonsense. Surely there's somebody uh, with a conservative. Christian background that is qualified to do these jobs?
1: They're probably out there, but it's going to be difficult to find. I've worked in academia for 12 years, and uh, I'm definitely part of a minority. I am a conservative. I am a Christian. And being in psychology, which kind of falls into the soft sciences, um, there's research that's been done. I'm outnumbered, probably close to 20 to 1, with many of the large state schools not having a single... Uh, faculty members who identifies as Republican. That wasn't the case back in the 50s. In the 50s, it was even. But slowly over time, because of these critical social justice theories infiltrating academia and you having these radical ideolog- ideologues becoming faculty,
0: um, conducting the
1: research and writing the uh, textbooks, it has infiltrated itself all the way down now to K-12. through
0: you know, I, I think you were on Jameson's show the other day, and, he, you know, he, he talks about it was a 100 year plan of the cultural Marxists to, to get to this point. And I would have to say they've been very successful.
1: They and, definitely have. It, it was a slow march through the institutions, they had a very um, specific long game, and I think it's because back in, you know, the 30s, Well, all the way back to the 20s, because the first Marxist revolution was Lenin. So the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, they saw that doing it in a very overt, revolutionary way wasn't going to work. And so that's why they have flipped it, and they started doing it covertly with, you know, Herbert Marcuse and all of those people um, developing these theories and infiltrating the culture.
0: That's a shame. So what do you know about the guy that they hired? So we... (laughs) Excuse me... Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Sorry, I'm not feeling well this morning. Um, <clears throat> we uh, immediately started looking into him, um, and it seems like he's pro CRT, but he has either been very careful with his words, or I have a feeling he scrubbed his social media because there's not a lot of smoking guns for us to build a case to go to our state senators to who's supposed to provide advice and consent um, on the the position, the nominee, um, it's going to be very, very difficult for us to put together um, an argument against him because there's not a lot out there that is very, you know, overt. Uh, instead, he, he speaks a good game about supporting teachers and uh, helping, you know, underprivileged students and underperforming schools. And um, so I have a feeling based off of his Facebook page and some other things that he probably removed a lot of that stuff that might've been more obvious because it's, you know, everything we are seeing is like breadcrumbs we can infer it but there's nothing there's no like video where he just is out there promoting it openly
0: that's a shame is there anything we can do to fight back
1: well trying to find out right now um when the Senate is going to hold their hearing to provide the advice and consent and we're going to continue to do research to see if we can um, build a case, you know, against him. Um, but to be honest, it's going to be really difficult to try to find somebody else um, that doesn't have this stuff because the board themselves are extremely liberal. And um, and I don't know that we have enough state senators who have um, the conviction to be able to speak out um, against, you know, the, these nominees, especially when... We, we don't. You know, I'll, I'll you answer know. that. Yeah. So, um, I'm, it's really just a matter of of continuing to do research, and and if we can, you know, make a strong case, then go and do so. But, you know, it's right now we're we're just kind of at a loss.
0: Jennifer, how can people keep up with you and follow this case and kind of follow what's going on? So,
1: um, I have a website, JenniferMillerMinistries.com. And um, I'm not really on social media, uh, but there are some um, Madison, you know, for freedom, Madison County for freedom, Madison parents for freedom type of groups that are on facebook that a lot of this stuff is being posted to
0: okay so that's one way they could do it jennifer look we hope you get to feeling better it's a terrible time you to do. get sick going into the holidays but um as life goes flu, the flu has made a comeback after a couple of years so yep i think that's what it is <laughs> oh goodness get to the doctor get some get some theraflu or something mm-hmm. or whatever they call it tamiflu, tamiflu. tamiflu. <laughs> yeah. all right look jennifer we appreciate you keep up the great fight if you ever got anything you want to talk about look man you have a you, you have my platform at your disposal i love what you're doing and uh, we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. All right, Thank you. Have a blessed day. All right. That was Jennifer Miller keeping us up to date on what's going on down there. Get your kids out of public schools. That's all I, I mean, I heard everything she said, but what I, what I get out of that is get your kids out of public schools now. I I know, I know it's expensive to do private school. We sent my daughter to private school for a large portion of her education and, there's some good public schools. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, they all fall under that umbrella of this nonsense. Start looking at your budget. Start looking at the money you spend daily on nonsense. Uh, A cup of coffee, a five hour energy, a snack. I'm going to tell you what, you want to start saving money. I I don't want to talk about diet stuff, but I'm just going to throw something out there at you. If you intermittent fast, every other day, and you don't eat lunch, maybe we can save, what, $10, $20 a day? Run that through the month, and look at how much money you save. You can start nitpicking that budget and tightening that belt up, literally and figuratively, and you can find the money to to get your kid away from these cultural Marxists and get them into a good private school or homeschooling or or whatever. Anyway, again, I'm done with that. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I ain't. Got, I don't have no more children. But if I do, I'll be fighting that fight. <laughs> I'll be t- tightening that belt so uh, they don't have to be indoctrinated in the public school system. All right, look, we're going to take a break. When we come back, let's talk about Tate Reeves. I mean, just laying the hammer down on the Lumumbas. He said it is a crisis of incompetence as he ends the state of emergency concerning the Jackson water system. This is the Clay Edwards show. We'll be right back live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram studios. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day right here on one Oh three point nine. W Y a B.